B949, where V stands for variety. 5 a.m. to 10 a.m., get your morning started with DD in the morning. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., come get your midday fun shui on with Lady Wu. 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., Chris Coleman inside the Think Tank and Mix. 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., you're inside room 1420 with Isis Jones. Catch the Magic City Blues party on the weekends with Big Row Williams and get your praise experience every Sunday with Ron Marshall. Oh, and did I mention our V Squad DJ? Thank you, again. Come get this variety. Only on V949 WA. ATV. Courtney French is a founding partner of the law firm of Petway French and Ford LLP in Birmingham, Alabama. He has devoted his entire legal practice to representing individuals and families who have suffered serious personal injuries and wrongful death. Throughout his career, Mr. French has handled numerous cases which have resulted in multi-million dollar verdicts and settlements for his clients. Mr. French has been recognized by the Business Alabama as one of the top attorneys of Alabama. He's been named as one of the top 40 lawyers under 40 by National Trial Lawyers. Ebony Magazine has named him one of the 50 leaders, future leaders of America. Mr. French has served as the president of the Alabama Association for Justice and as president of the Alabama Civil Justice Foundation. He serves on the board of governors for the American Association for Justice and on the board of directors for the Shades Valley YMCA. He serves as a trustee for the National College of Trial Advocacy. Mr. Fre Mr. French frequently speaks across the country to other lawyers regarding emerging legal issues. <clears throat> Most importantly, Mr. French is married to Judge Elizabeth A. French, Jefferson County Circuit Court Judge, and they are the proud parents of three children. Mr. French is an active member of the Livingstones Temple Church, where he serves as the church musician. Mr. French also has a radio station. Mr. French is also a philanthropist. Mr. French is also a mentor. And Mr. French is also my dear friend. What's up, man? What's going on? Appreciate you. Man, thank you for having me here. It's good to be here with you. First thing, what does the G stand for? So, you know, it depends on who's asking. <laughs> <laughs> back, back before I was married, yeah. you know, I'd have my card and it says G. Courtney French. Like, yeah. And, you know, somebody say, hey, what does the G stand for? Yeah. Like, uh, gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mr. Gorgeous Courtney French, Gorgeous. tell me a joke. All right, so, <laughs> and I was walking out of my office today. I was thinking about a, a joke that I would tell you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, what you're about to do, you know, I'm embarking upon. But uh, it, they say, what happens to a lawyer when you give him Viagra? What? He grows taller. <laughs> <laughs> good one, good one. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Look here, man. We go way, way back. 
Man, we go way back. You know what? I, I was I was thinking about that Iva as I was driving up. I was like, man, how long have I known Iva? And that question when it, when I was I was thinking about that through my mind, how long I've known you, is like asking me how long I've known a family member or my mother, or my cousins, or right? Whatever. You know, I don't remember when I didn't know him. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just I don't like even one of those, remember meeting you. Yeah, <laughs> it's you don't like, remember when. It's like, when did I didn't did I not love, know you? I love saying this. Um, um, Natasha Taylor and yeah. Erica and I were talking about this with somebody. Um, and see, I, I was, in, you know, I thought back even way before those days, man, way back with me, you, Natasha Taylor, Dodgy, yeah. Gabrielle, just yeah. as teenagers running around. That's what I'm talking Birmingham. about. Birmingham, yeah, I'm saying even before that. That's, that's what I'm, yeah. and what I'm saying is I was, we were talking and I was talking about how I remember being a little guy, right? Yeah. And hearing my parents say, I've known such and such for 40 years. <laughs> right. That's us now, dude. That, that is us now. You know what I mean? Right now, yeah. I've known you for 40 years. Man, but, 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 but think about this, man. What a blessing yes. to have those kind of relationships. Seriously. You know, with friends. And we we just named some just right off the top of our heads. Yeah. Not folks who we used to be friends with. Still. Folks who we are still friends with and have been friends with. That's right. For that long. That's right. You know what I mean? Not a break. I mean, all of us went off and did our things, you know. Um, but we never stopped being friends. You know, we could we could see each other, man, wherever, and pick up where we left off. Yeah. Like we never left a beat. And check this out. Like, not only that, but you know how people talk about, I ain't got to talk to you every day to know how close we are and this, right. that, and the other. Yeah. Who was the first person I told I was going to do a podcast? Man, listen, I remember you came to my office and said, man, I got something to tell you. <laughs> I you told know. you, and I said, you're going to be the executive director of my podcast. <laughs> but, but again, that, you were like, the, okay, that's fine. Just tell me what to do. Man, listen, because uh, you know I'm a fan. Whatever you do, I'm going to support man, you, man. And that's that. how we've always been, family, brothers, and things that over the years, yeah. Uh, if I needed your support for whatever you didn't ask, you was like, what you need. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's and, right. and that's And that's the kind of friendship, man, that we've had. You know, it's not a matter of, of what you need. It's like, just hey man, tell me when you need it. Most I'm definitely. gonna do all I can Most to definitely. help and support, man. And that's and that's what we've done. So tell me this: um, you have how did the, how did the plane thing come about? Like <laughs> out of nowhere, you I don't I don't remember you saying I'm taking airplane lessons. Man, listen, I was literally driving down I-65. Um, and this was back during the pandemic. Okay. Right after the pandemic started back in 2020, um, it was unusual for me not to be busy. Right. You know, I mean, I'm just used to having a lot of balls in the air. Yeah. And in yeah. fact, comfortable and feel better when I have, if I don't have a ball in the air or two yeah. or three, yeah. something doesn't feel right with me, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And so back during the pandemic, man, you know, when everything closed down right you know i'm like man i got too much time on my hands what am i going to do with myself but what can i do during the pandemic right you know that that doesn't bother around being a lot of people and da 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 right and and so i was literally driving down um i-65 passing by the montevallo exit yeah and and there's the airport out there and i just saw a sign 
uh, on the side of a building that says, learn how to fly. <laughs> really? I got off the exit, went in and said, hey, man. It I'm, was that, like, spurred them up. It, it was. When I tell you, it was some just kind of random. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, oh, let me. You just started researching I, it. I didn't research nothing. <laughs> I'm driving my car. Yeah. And, and got off the exit and uh, walked in. And, uh, you know, I said, I've always loved to fly. Yeah. I mean, as far as watching, you know, as a, as a kid, man, I remember my parents, you know, taking me and my sister just to the Birmingham airport off of Tallapoosa and pat, parking on the side of the road, just watching the planes. That take used off to landing. be the thing, man. Man, I mean, talking about fascinating to me. That yeah. was to me. That was just like incredible. You know, back in the day, we ain't had nothing else to do. That man, was listen. that was like literally a thing to do. <laughs> right over there by Coca Cola, man. Park over right. there and just watch those planes come in and land. That was you know we were doing it then. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Right? And and so. You know, I, I've always wanted to, but really, I never had that kind of time. Yeah. And when I saw that sign that day, man, the light bulb went off. I, I went in and asked the guy, who was the, who's the, the was what they call a CFI, Certified Flight Instructor, I said, "Hey, I want to okay. learn to fly." He's like, "Okay." He literally gave me a date and said, "Hey, I'll take you up." And I mean, it's a different view now when you in the cockpit. Yes, sir. You know, because every, everything you see. Out the side window, right? You, you're seeing that ground coming at you fast when you right. land. It's, it's different, or right. you're seeing that sky like the, you know, like the space shuttle or something. Yeah. And that that first flight, either you're going to love it or hate it. Okay. You know, man. And and after that very first flight, it was liberating. Um, you know, my phone's always going off, my emails, text messages. Yeah. And. You don't have to worry about that. As a matter of fact, you can't worry about any of that yeah. when you're flying a plane. Yeah. I mean, it's just just you up there, and then if you got somebody else up there with you. Yeah. And and you know, imagine just being at the beach somewhere, looking at the sunset, or you know, anywhere where you see you know the sun rising or coming in. Right. But when you're in the sky and you see it, man, it's it's a whole different perspective uh, of just a God's creation. Yeah. You know, seeing yeah. it from that perspective. But then just really learning, you know, how to do it, you know. And, and so I, I really, man, enjoyed that. And actually last last December, I actually bought an airplane. Okay. So, you know, I'm locked in now. Yeah. You know, uh, at this point, man, it's just a matter of continuing just to upgrade and, and, and get more time under you. Man, how often do you get to fly? Well, you know, I try to go at least two to three times a week. Okay. Uh, because That's flying, what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. You got to keep your no, practice man, Flying is not like, um, you know, I hadn't done it in a while. Let me just pick it up like a bike. Yeah. No, sir. It's like golf. Yeah. you yeah, you yeah, you, It's like golf, but you make <laughs> You sure, ain't doing it. You yeah. might crash. Yeah. You got to make sure that you, you know, these are these folks who, you know, jump out there every now and then. Yeah. And usually it's like lawyers and doctors. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, that's, you don't want to do that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so, man, I've really enjoyed it. But, you know, um, I've just used it as a recreational activity. Okay. The things that are dangerous about flying, honestly, are either, it's like weather's number one. Yeah. You know, and we all know about the Kobe Bryant situation. Yeah. That was just weather that 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 pilot in charge never should have had them in. Okay. You know, no matter what the passengers say, if you're flying, nobody can go nowhere if you say, hey, I'm not going. Right. In those conditions. Right. And then second thing, um, when when you have like plane crashes, what they call general av- aviation, not commercial, uh-huh. is is when the um, plane run out, runs out of gas. Okay. A pilot okay. just had to actually check. I mean, people have it happens all the time. 
when you're in your car, right? People. Right. But you just stop. Yeah. In an airplane, you stop too. Right. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's, it's a whole you know, different ball. You got to make sure you're stopping on the runway somewhere. Yeah. You know, because yeah. otherwise it's not going to be a good day. Did you did you fly yourself to uh, Cleveland? No. <laughs> Man, listen, that weather in Cleveland was, uh, I mean, it had commercial planes. Yeah. Uh, you know, canceling. Yeah. You know, the weather, I mean, it was real bad. When, when we were landing into Cleveland uh, Airport, all you could see is a blanket of white snow and ice everywhere. Wow. And and they have to de-ice the planes just to make sure. You know, I lived in Cleveland. Yeah. Man, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's different weather than Birmingham. So so what 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 did you what all of the events did you get to go to? Well, uh, did you go I, to the dunk contest? Man, just all all of that. You know, I was actually what there, all did you go to? Go I was ac- well the dunk. You contest, were there for? What? I was actually there for work. Okay. I was actually there for work, and it just happened to you know I scheduled it at a good time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. Uh, but in, in fact, man, it, it was my first time going to you know an all star event. Okay. You know, I try to make those major events like that. If you go into the Super Bowl, you know, and going to Final Four and things like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I mean, it was just an incredible experience, and, and Cleveland's just a great place to be there for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been it's been a pretty exciting time for Ohio with Cincinnati and the Super Bowl. Yeah, and Cleveland with the NBA All Stars. Yeah, they're, they're doing it. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, look, let's take a second to um, pay some bills. Hey, should I do it to him? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think this next ad needs to be brought to us by Fuse, uh by Petway. Frenchy Ford. Petway Frenchy Ford. Okay. That's what's up. You just robbed him and he don't even know it. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a PSA? (laughs) I do that to everybody. (laughs) How you think we so good at selling ads? I'm telling you, man. I like it. That's how we get you, huh? No representation is made that the quality of legal services is to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Attorney G. Courtney French. Experience. Attorney G. Courtney French. Integrity. Attorney G. Courtney French. Commitment. Representing clients across Alabama and throughout the Southeast. Attorney G. Courtney French. Experience. Serving clients with skill and compassion. Being recognized among one of the top trial lawyers in America. Past president of the Alabama Association of Justice. Integrity. Attorney G. Courtney French treats clients the way you would want your family to be treated, giving them the respect, hard work, and attention they deserve while personally assisting them in every step of the way during their time of need. Commitment. Attorney G. Courtney French's passion in practicing law comes from serving as devoted advocates for individuals from all walks of life during their time of crisis. He is committed to our community and actively participate in numerous civic activities and nonprofit organizations. G. Courtney French, attorney at law, call today at 205-977-9798. All right, man, tell me what your um, favorite charity is. Uh, my favorite charity... Uh... Golly, man, I give to a lot of different charities. Mm-hmm. But probably, uh, you know, right now, UNCF is All at the right. top of that list. If you don't answer one of these questions, you have to make a donation to UNCF. Okay. But they're easy. But, you know, I like to know what people bring up all that. Anyway. Robbery. <laughs> beach or lake? Beach. Railroad park or botanical gardens? Uh, railroad park. Protective stadium or legacy arena? Legacy arena. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? McWayne Science Center. 
Slaw's Furnace or Vulcan Park? Uh, Vulcan Park. Alabama Theater or Lyric Theater? Alabama Theater. Civil Rights Museum or Negro League Museum? Uh, man, that's a tie on that one. Now. I mean, come on. <laughs> all right. All, all right. right. All right. Civil Rights. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Dewana would kill me. Steak or seafood? Uh, seafood. My wife is from New Orleans. So, you know. Oh, that reminds uh, Biggie or Tupac? Uh, it was all a dream. It was all a dream, baby. Yeah. Yes, sir. Prince or Michael Jackson? Prince. Alabama or Auburn? Alabama. Roll, roll tide. tide. Roll yes, tide. sir. They Keep the, the street band. going. <laughs> Look here. Since you br- um, brought up Ms. the Mrs. See, it's funny. Like, when I know a, a friend... That's a judge. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be needing to say judge. <laughs> well, they said when you're in court. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, Outside of that, you're, you're still with your friends. So, you know um, how, is she ready for a campaign, geared up, ready to go? Man, listen, she was geared up and ready to go, and the qualifying just ended. She yeah. didn't have any opposition. Praise uh, God. On the, uh, for the primary or the general election. So, she's. Amen. So, by, by I guess, default, yeah. uh, is in for another six years. Well, so congr- this will be, man, her third term. Can you imagine? That's that's when you know we're getting old. Yeah, this, man. This, so 2022 this year will be starting. The start I remember the first term. one when you told me to come get them shirts. Man, I, I listen, <laughs> man, listen, thanks to you. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, all good. And that, again, going back to that friendship, man. Man, with tell that, me about y'all's love story. I love to hear everybody's love story. Man, so you know what? We met in law school. Okay. Yeah, so at Cumberland Law okay. School, uh, I, I finished law school like in 1998. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's been a minute ago. And uh, she was a year ahead of me in law school. Okay. <clears throat> but, man, when I, I mean, I'm telling you, I would walk by her in the halls and look at her. And I'm yeah. like, da-da-da. And, and, but for years and years, man, I, I tried to, to get at her. Yeah. And she, she wasn't hearing it. She wasn't having it. <laughs> <laughs> and and just you know, as time go went by, man, this is probably maybe ten years later. Yeah, because uh, we got married in two thousand and five. So I mean, it was you know way. Yeah, you know, we um, you wore down. Man wore down and, and bumped into <laughs> her and one of her friends, Nolanda Bearden. Yeah, uh, they were out at dinner, man, and I bumped into them and I said, you know, and and then they were kind of having one of the girls talk about. Ain't no single man in Birmingham. Uh-huh. Ain't nobody worth dating. And uh-huh. and Atlanta, she's like, well, what's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> Put on the spot. Yeah, so I love man, it, man. And then after that, that was that was all she wrote, man. Uh, we, uh, so our our seventeenth um, anniversary is coming up on April the 9th. Okay. Yeah, seventeen years, man. And like I said, three kids, which is our pride and joy. You man, know. and one just got into ballet school. Yeah, man. Well, she got into the to the Harlem Dance Theater. The Harlem Dance, which theater. is you know, man, one of the top yeah. you, know, you know dance schools. Of, I mean, and we're just proud of her. That's our oldest, Hannah. So yeah. she, she's fifteen, man, tenth grade years old, but does hip hop and contemporary. She choreographs. So I was like, you need to get out there real fast so I, Daddy and Mama can retire. I know that's you know right. Saying? You can go to Hollywood, wherever you want to go. We'll support you. Man, that's yeah, so beautiful. Man, but she's, she's doing well, man. That's beautiful. Yeah, but the other kids are, man. I mean, they're all, we're proud of all of them. Absolutely. Yeah, my son, he's all an athlete, so he's going to either go to the NBA or NFL. Yeah. One of those, I guess. Yeah. And then our youngest, she she loves tennis. Really? Yeah, so she she's a big uh, Venus and Serena fan. and. 
And she, you know, she's when 11 I was years little, old. I went to the youth games for tennis. Did like, you really? I'm a huge tennis fan. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, man, <laughs> I'm but, a huge but, tennis and fan. And she got her start, man, right here at George Ward Park through the city of Birmingham's uh, tennis camps. Really? Yeah, man. And a lot of folks don't even I know about those. I did, too. Yeah, it was Mamie Jordan back in the day. That's exactly. who taught me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. So she, I mean, she, she, she loves it. When I left home early, man, she was headed out to a practice. I love it. Yeah, and she's she's killing it. Now tell me, what drove you to decide? All right, you know, you got a successful law practice. I mean, thank you for representing me. You got got me more money than I ever <laughs> thought. I was like, are you serious? That's that that's a true story. And um, you decide to go buy a radio station. Man, were you just driving by and happened to no, buy that, or man. was that a so, little more thought out? So you, that that was almost destiny. Okay. And, and what I mean by that, man, as a kid growing up, even before you know, this is way before I even knew you. Yeah. My neighbor growing up as a child was uh, Dr. Shelley Stewart. Really, Shelley Shelley Stewart, who who was the the previous owner of WATV radio station. Right. We uh, we lived in West End on 16th Street, 16th Way. Okay. You know, and and so Shelly man was was my our neighbor growing up. I've known him all my life. Wow! And and he would tell you, man, when I was a, a kid, uh, I never went to their house and knocked on the door or rung the doorbell. I just always walked Walk in. right that, in. That was back when you left your door open. That's you know what right. I'm That's right. And so to this day, I mean, he's always called me no knock. <laughs> he said, man, this little, little, you know, coming up at my house, you don't knock, I'm going to shoot you one of these days. <laughs> I'm like, you no knock. Yeah, I'm not going to knock coming into my house. You know, that's what right. I used to tell him. Yeah, that's so, right. That's right. Um, but he, he owned the radio station, a man, and you know what, uh, uh, you know, he's a broadcasting legend, living legend. Living you know, legend. He and, and hey, as a matter of fact, get him on the podcast man, I can for do me. it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. All right, I'll do Mike, it. go ahead. Yeah. So, but anyways, <laughs> uh, you know, once... Uh, Dr. Stewart and Reverend Erskine Fosh, who was the other owner, he yeah. had, they owned the station, sold it to uh, some folks out of town. It was up in uh, called Sheridan Broadcasting. Okay. They they actually got into some financial troubles. Okay. Just with some of their other stations, and they were about to have to sell them all off. But I knew, man, the important history and legacy that right. WATV meant for our our community. Right. You know, that's what we. That's where we got our information from back in the day. Every morning, you that's know, right. that's where we got you know entertainment. Shelley the Playboy and Erskine Fosh, you that's know, prayer right. call, you know, just all the different things you think about. Pat Williams, Tin Man, yeah, man, um, Rock and Bill Coleman, Chris Coleman's father was at that station. Uh, Curtis Bell, you know, just other folks. I mean, it's just a lot of a lot of people in broadcasting that legends. came through WATB right there in Inslee, yeah, you know, Five Points West. Right and, down and to the so, house on the corner, man. And it, listen, so I, <laughs> when I when it, when I found out that they were going to sell it off to some other folks, uh-huh. and they were going to change the format and do some other things with it, I said, I can't let that happen. Yeah, because I remember, I remember, man, being at uh, Doctor A. G. Gaston's funeral uh, at Sixth Avenue, uh-huh. and uh, Reverend Carney Smith, who was his pastor over at St. John Same. at the time, mm-hmm. uh, did the eulogy. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll never forget, man, the, the title of, of the eulogy where he says, and when he's preaching uh, Dr. Gaston's funeral, that the mantle is in your hand. Mm. The, he said the mantle is in your hand. And he started talking about um, Elijah, the prophet Elijah, as he was really going off the scene, the younger prophet. 
Elisha mm-hmm. passing his mantle on to him and imparting into him yes. all that he has. And, and and that's important in our community that we continue to do those things, not just have a Dr. Gaston, that's right. but nobody cares it on. That's right. You know, that's right. And you look at all the things that he was able to build. That's right. You know, insurance companies, radio stations, funeral homes, that's you, right. I mean, you name it. Back during his time, yeah, you know, I mean, what what excuse you know do we have? That's and right. And so, but I, mean, I kind of felt like he was talking to me that day, and so it was almost like um, when I say it was destined, um, it was just meant to happen. Yeah, you know, I, I had grown up around that station, running the halls there, you know, listening to to all of those folks every day, and I'm like, well, if, if I don't come in and step in now, you know, what do we do? Have we lost? I mean, they're only. Um, a little more than a hundred black owners of radio stations in the entire country. Really, only that's I mean, an just exclusive about club. Yeah, no, we have a we have a, an association that's called NABOB, the uh, National Association of Black Owned Broadcasters. Yeah, man, we all fit in one room. I know all of them. They yeah. know me, you know, and you know we we share similar stories because. I mean, we're we're dying breed, right? Because you have these big conglomerates that are coming along now, and you know, and really just really kind of buying up the stations. But that station has been a voice for our community. You know, yeah. has been a, a beacon in our community, and so I wanted to be that again. Uh, so we'd have that outlet. You know, when we have information that we need to share with our people without worrying about being censored or. You know, that's right. Somebody else saying you can't say that. That's right. Not on our station. Yeah. Because it's our station. That's right. You know, that is the community station. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And then the fact that um, you guys, you're the go to for community events. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's got to feel good. Well, I mean, being that man, um, one of the first things that I told, you know, my folks at the station, you know, I got a team um, there is. Let's build and invest right here where we are. Right. You know, and, and you know better than I do a lot of the other, you know, uh, big stations in town. Mm-hmm. The first opportunity they got to move out of the city of Birmingham and mm-hmm. even out of Jefferson County, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. left. Right. You know, but they, they say they're still about the community. We're like, no, nah, I mean, we, we are right there. Right. You know what right. I mean? Um, and, but man, we don't have any problems with anybody, you know, yeah. being right there. And you hear about other, other stories. The people around there, man, they love that station more than I do. Absolutely. You know, they they wouldn't let you come up in there and do anything at that station. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, they were they were there before you got there. Listen, they go be there when you go. That's right. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, you know, a part of that is just being truly about the community. Yeah. You know, uh, hiring. You know, from within. Yeah. Making sure that the dollars stay in our community. That's because, right. Because I mean, you know, you know, the old saying: by the time that we get it, you know. A matter of seconds and minutes, that money's gone back out of our community. That's right. Uh, and so, you know, I'm I'm about making sure that we recycle those dollars, man, in our community, from from me to somebody look like me, look like you, look like you. That's right. You know, just make sure that we pass that on. That's right. Yeah. Well, man, um, I want to thank you for coming. I gotta have you come back sometime. Man, listen, thank you for having me. I mean, this was an honor, man. I'm proud of you. Uh, what thank you're doing, you. man. This is a this is a big deal, man. And yeah. it's it's a it's another way of me giving my friends their flowers too, man. Yeah. Y'all got some stories to tell. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like it's our turn, man. Yeah, like man. you know, everybody know my daddy, but I want them to know me, man. Listen, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you had some big shoes to fill, man. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, you know how to. Yeah. Oh. How is AB? 
Man, he is doing wonderful, man. He, he is he is doing wonderful. We had dinner. Uh, but no, in fact, I was at his house for the Super Bowl. Okay. And, uh, you know, we were there, man. He, but he, he's doing well. Well, tell him and Miss Terry I said hello and I, I send all my love. I will. I all will, right. Man. All right, man. We want to thank my dear friend Courtney French for joining us. We want to thank you for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63 and UrbanHam.com. God bless. B949, where V stands for variety. 5 a.m. to 10 a.m., get your morning started with Dee in the morning. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., come get your midday fun sway on with Lady Wu. 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., Chris Coleman inside the Think Tank and Mix. 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., you're inside room 1420 with Isis Jones. Catch the Magic City Blues party on the weekends with Big Row Williams. And get your praise experience every Sunday with Ron Marshall. Oh, and did I mention our B-Squad DJ? Thank you again. Come get this variety. Only on V949 W. ATV.